I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary... What's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Ron Ananian. I've got a mystery caller here. Oh, boy. Wait a minute now. Who is this? Ellison Overton from Virginia. Ellison. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. Are you sleeping? Oh, my gosh. How are you, sir? You know, Tom's right. He said this is going to make my day, and it is. Tell me who are you? The car doctor. What would be the reason for this this oil pressure skyrocketing up like that? Well, that it does that, come down after the engine heats up. That cage is the bypass valve for the filter. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Now, I realize Monday this past week was five, six days away for you. But I want to think back. How did your Monday start? And, you know, I hope it all went well for everybody that can within the sound of my voice. Mine sort of started different. I wanted to share it with you because, you know, this is what happens in auto repair. It's, it's, I say it all the time. Auto repair is a game of inches. It's, it's, and you just never know when you're going to be going backwards while you're trying to go forwards at the same time because sometimes, sometimes the deck is just stacked against you. I should have known something was up when, before I left the house last Monday, because when I was looking at the cameras, I've got cameras on the house, the shop, and everywhere else that I go, because I just like to keep an eye on things. It's it's my OCD, I admit it. And I could tell something was weird at the shop because the cameras were out. 
And I was able to reboot back in, but for some reason overnight, something knocked the cameras out. It never clicked in my head. I said, ah, the camera machine had a glitch. It, you know, it had a hiccup. It didn't like something. It, it, it turned itself off and then turned itself back on. All right. I, you know, how bad could it be? Came back up, could see the shop. Everything was there. So I said, all right, I guess I'll go to work. Shop's still standing. And, um, you know, off to work I went. Got there, opened up. Danny and I were sitting there having a cup of coffee, getting the day going, talking and strategizing how we're going to, you know, run the day. And we always do that. We try to do that every morning just so we have an idea of where we want to be at the end of the day and what we're trying to accomplish. And about 10 after 8, you know, the heat's running, the lights are on, the computers are on, and all of a sudden all the UPSs go off. Well, I got to tell you, when all the UPSs go off at, at the shop, Man, it's it, it's got to sound like a hospital because there's so many computers in that place. Sometimes I think we're tracking man space flight out of Houston, and you hear beep 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 beep, and the heating unit up top stopped, started, stopped again, and shuddered, and the whole roof shook, and then all the lights flickered, went out, went on, went on, went on, and then all of a sudden everything was normal, and we looked at each other and went, huh? It was almost like that sound when a transformer pops. You know when a transformer blows in the neighborhood and it takes out all the electric? And that's what we thought it was. We said, oh, somebody hit a pole, took out a transformer, somebody was asleep going to work Monday morning. Now, realize this is Monday. Monday is a busy day usually in every repair shop. We've got a pile of cars. We've got the cars that were scheduled. We've got the ones that, you know, are coming in by surprise. We're coming, getting the ones that are coming in, you know, by Virtue of the weekend, things that broke down Saturday, Sunday, flat tires, dead batteries. My car didn't start. My check engine light came on. You know, my left-handed smoke shifter needs to be adjusted. Whatever it is. So we kept going. About 10, 15 minutes later, it did it again. And I looked at Danny and I said, we're not in Kansas anymore. There's something going on here. This is not This is not good. I called my heating guy. I said, it's got to be the heating unit because at that point I couldn't envision another transformer blowing. I said, the heating unit's got to be doing something, locking up. There's got to be an issue up there and it's affecting the electrical supply coming into the building. It's pulling, this, it's pulling everything down. And, you know, I, I called my heating guy. I said, yeah, it sounds possible. Let me send a guy down, and I'll, I'll get that going for you. And I, I appreciated JB doing that. We were we were dragging him away from something because I'm sure he's got a busy Monday morning this time of year, a heating ventilation guy, right? I mean, how busy could he be in the middle of winter? And we left the heat off. I said to Danny, leave the heat off. I said, we're going to have to work really quick today. We'll stay warm that way. It's just going to be that day. And it's cold in the building, right? It's a block building, and it's been sitting all weekend, and the heat was turned down all weekend to 52 degrees, so it's cold. And that stone really emanates cold. So we worked another 10, 15 minutes, and all of a sudden the lights flickered, all the UPSs go off, but the heat didn't do anything because the heat wasn't running. And I looked at Danny and went, now nah, we've got a real big problem. We're losing power. You know, it was... Called called JB back, by the way. I told him, listen, don't send your guy down. We're into something else. I, I, I called Mike Hickey, our electrician, and I said, Mike, here's what we're up against. And um, he was he was 20 minutes away, and he was kind-hearted and good-hearted enough. He came right over and, you know, looked at the legs coming into the building, the three legs of, of power. Uh, it's a 220 system coming in. And uh, as we say, 220, 221, whatever it takes. And we had everything. 
And Mike said, you know, I think you're going to find that you're missing a leg. It just, from what you're describing, you're missing a leg. And sure enough, as soon as he said that, as we're standing there, it did it again. He goes, yeah, you're you're losing a leg. It's got to be an electric company thing. Let's call PSE&G. We called PSE&G, and you file an online complaint statement, whatever it is. And I said, gee, is that really going to get through? Because they don't really have the best system. It's The, the choices you can give them are you have no power partial power or full power. Well, I didn't know what I had. I had the lights were going on and off every 10, 15 minutes. That was really wasn't one of their headings. So I filed it as partial power, which I later found out was incorrect because the woman on the phone, the customer service rep from PSE&G yelled at me. Oh no, you filed that wrong. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Show me a better option. So bottom line, they sent a the guy out about 1030 or so. And uh, two and a half hours later, we're still standing in the cold freezing. And we looked at each other, and he said, I've been here before. And I said, yeah, you have. And now you got to understand, we've got no heat. We had a we had to shut down most of the computers because we, we were worried about what's getting spiked. We barely had lights. We were using one lift because we didn't want to run all the lifts. We didn't know what the power situation was. We had the compressor turned off. It was kind of like the Enterprise when it was, I think it was Star Trek II, when uh, Khan came by and he blew up half the ship, and we were sort of running on limited impulse power. So the PSE&G guy walks in, and now the phone's ringing. Because, of course, somewhere in heaven, all those that have passed on say, oh, let's, let's, let's fool around with Ron today. Let's see how many times we can make the phone ring for cars he can't take or do or look up on the computer because he didn't have any. And the piles just, they're walking in the door. The phones are ringing. We're getting texts. And we have no electricity. We have partial electricity. PSE&G guy standing there. He says, gee, you look familiar. I go, yeah. He says, yeah, I've been here before. He goes, it was about three years ago. And he proceeded to tell me, you know, what he was there for three years ago, which I was amazed he could remember that. And all of a sudden, he said, what am I here for? And all of a sudden, the lights go dim. The UPSs go off. It was just like perfect timing. He said, okay, let me go take a look. I didn't even have to explain anything to him. I think his name was Bob. It's always Bob, right? They always send out that guy, Bob. He's got Bob on the left breast pocket, you know. What's your name? Bob. You can tell without even looking at the guy. He's a Bob. And Bob goes up the pole, and he comes back down, and he says, yeah, he goes, he goes same thing happened. Then I said, what was that? Because I kind of forgot this happened. So PSE&G, a transformer, as he explained it to me, an electrical transformer, basically has an in and an out. It's got you know a stud mounted for in and a stud mounted for out. And when they ran the power Coming into the transformer, it loops down and it goes on an eyelet and it attaches to the transformer and then it goes out the other side as an eyelet with a heavy cable on it. And that's what feeds the shop. Well, as the wind blew, and well, this is the key part. This is, this is why only I was having the problem. I'm the only building on the street that takes 220 voltage. So nobody else needed this line, as he explained it to me. And as the wind blew, it over time, it basically broke the lug off the transformer because the cable coming down doesn't have a good reinforcement or any kind of reinforcement, and it eventually breaks the lug. And then what happens is when the wind stops blowing, the lug falls back down into the transformer, makes contact, and it basically welds itself right to this transformer because it's such a high current, and everything works until the wind blows again, and then over a period of time, it breaks, and then it falls down, and then it breaks, and then it falls down. I do have to give PSE&G credit, though, because, I mean, he says, I've got to kill your power. Power wasn't out but two minutes, and it was fixed. And, you know, 
now it's 11 o'clock and I've got to, I've got to get eight hours of cars done and in, in what's left of a barely a six hour day. And it just, the whole day was pandemonium. It really was. We got to the end of the day on Monday and I looked at Danny and I said, good night. Let's start this over again tomorrow. You know, what could go wrong? Nothing did. We had a great rest of the week. It was just, but that's auto repair. You know, everybody says, I want to be a mechanic. Look at how great it is. Look at how easy it is to deal with. And it's just such a good, solid business to be in. But it doesn't come without stress. It doesn't come without grief. It's earned every inch of the way. By the way, I couldn't help but, but you know, when I was talking to Bob, you know, remember Bob with his, um, over his pocket. And uh, I was talking to Bob. We were talking about electric cars. Somehow we got on the subject. And he just looked at me and he laughed when we started talking about electric cars. We were talking about future and technology. And he was noticing all the computers in the building. And, um, you know, he made a comment. He says, what are you going to do when electric cars come around? And I said, I don't know. I said, what are you going to do when electric cars come around? And he said, nah, he goes, he goes, he goes, I don't know what all this chaos is he said there's just no infrastructure support he says i just don't see how we're going to now this is the second or third utility guy i've spoken to in the last six months as i've explained it to you here they don't know where the infrastructure is coming so the guys that are building the infrastructure and maintaining the infrastructure are telling us we don't know where the infrastructure is coming but yet we're pushing ahead with electric cars i thought that was a pretty outstanding comment and uh you know i just thought that was interesting and worthwhile to tell you so so that was my monday so there probably isn't anything any of you could tell me today that will knock me off my seat, but I'm willing to let you take a shot at it at 855-560-9900. I'll do that again, 855-560-9900. I'm Ron Anini and the Car Doctor. I'm going to pull over, take a pause. When I come back, I'm going to say hello to Mr. Tom Ray. We've got one more quick story, maybe, or we'll take some phone calls, whichever you want to do. Don't go away. We'll return right after this. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. All right, come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. 
Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For the best in car advice, give Ron a call, 855-560-9900. Now, back to Ron. Hey, let's do a quick piece. I'll tell you what, let me say hello to Tom first. Mr. Ray, how are you today, sir? Oh, cold. Yeah. Now, listen, <laughs> I, I just want to let you know and everyone else know that, you know, the, the tables are kind of turned here because I don't have control over the automation machine. That's true. But if it if I did, I'd be singing you happy birthday. Because Please I, don't say I, it. I, 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 I understand <laughs> Tom is another year older. Yeah. Now, how old are you? Did I'm you old ca- enough to know better now. Did, did you catch up to me? Um, I don't think anybody can catch up to you. Well, they could try. So, <laughs> you know, now, now, is it is it a question of uh, you're going to get a big cake with candles tonight and the whole nine yards or just going to keep it a secret no, and go home and cry? No, no, no. They, they, they've outlawed candles for me because we have to get the fire department to come over. Well, I, 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 I could understand that, you know. Yeah. But listen, age is, age is just a number. You know that. You know that Abbott and Costello joke, you know, about you're just you're just aging gracefully about if you were 40 and in love with a little girl 10 years old, you couldn't. You couldn't, you know that story, right? You couldn't, you know, oh, yeah. date her, and yep, yep, then if you waited five years, she'd be fifteen. You'd be forty-five. You'd be three times as old as that little girl. If you waited another fifteen years, you'd be sixty. She'd be thirty. Now you're only twice as old as that little girl. So the question is, how long do you have to wait until you're both the same age? <laughs> I'll have to sit there and figure that one out. All right. While you're doing that, I want to make a couple of comments here. Um, uh, in New Jersey. All right, we were going to talk about this last week, and I'm just getting to this this week. New Jersey has plans to phase out diesel trucks. I was, I, we're doing some weird stuff here in this state. I don't understand it. New Jersey DEP earlier this week, this is a week old now, has adopted a rule to phase out diesel powered trucks, meaning anything bigger than a delivery van starting in 2025, based on California's advanced clean trucks rule. Why do why does everything come from California? I mean, a state that can a state that can't even afford to maintain itself is dictating policy. New Jersey's policies will require between forty to seventy five percent of new truck sales in the state be pollution free, zero emissions by twenty thirty five. New Jersey is already experiencing the adverse impacts of climate change, but we have the power and obligation to reduce its worsening in years. Uh, so states uh, Sean Latourette, the state's commissioner for the Department of EPA in a press release about the new rule. Did you see the one where New Jersey has leased ocean tracks? They've leased pieces of the ocean off the Jersey shore, and they're going to be putting the windmill stations up to generate electricity for the electric cars? 
I wonder what that's going to cost. The first thought I had was you're 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 putting, you know, a charging station on top of salt water. You know, what's the? How long does something like that last in such a corrosive environment, in weather like that? Uh, you know, how much maintenance needs to be done, and what's the cost factor for maintaining that versus maintaining other sources or going a different way? I just I just don't understand it, but that's what you have to look forward to here in New Jersey. Um, they're they're really up to some uh, crazy stuff. We had to um, do some batteries this week. Once the week sort of settled down at the shop, we, we had to do three different batteries, and I thought it was kind of interesting to note. We had to put a battery in an O2 Toyota Camry, which was pretty cut and dry, uh, fairly simple to do. Um, not really a lot of, of conversation there. It was, as you would expect, a couple of 10 millimeters. The bracket came off the top, put a new battery in it, checked it for draw just to be sure there was nothing. Car was done down the road. And I tell you this story because I want you to think about what you're paying, you know, for a battery at your mechanic. Is it, is it, are you really, you know, do you go with a preconceived notion of, well, you know, my, my O2 Camry was 15 minutes or 20 minutes and that's what a battery should be. And then we had a 2015 Malibu dropped off. It had a bad battery. Uh, it was an AGM battery, so the battery was close to $300. All the AGM batteries just seemed to be so much more, um, you know, it was, a, it was a $300 battery. And the labor to put it in was a little bit more because of its location. But it wasn't just the labor to put it in. It was the, the relearn when we replaced the battery we had to go and tell the car, number one, that we, we changed the battery. Fortunately, um, we've got the latest piece of equipment to do that from the folks over at Associated Test Equipment, the battery registration tool, uh, that we were able to you know, uh, go in and say, hey, we changed the battery and register that new battery with that car. But we also had to um, uh, verify that, which we did. Uh, you know, there was, there was a calibration also where we had to, and that's part of what the, what the Associated test equipment tool does it, it it calibrates or it tells the car that the battery's been replaced and that was okay that wasn't too bad it was 45 minutes almost an hour of work to get all that done because the battery is kind of swooped into the case um uh you know the way they've got it buried down in there And if you, you want to see videos of or you want to see more about the associated test equipment battery registration tool go out to associate uh, go out to associated test Equipment.com, AssociatedTest.com. I forget. We'll we'll look it up. We'll we'll announce it after the break. Or you can just Google search Associated Test Equipment. Um, I believe out of St. Louis. And then we had a 2017 Volvo XC60. These guys have taken battery installation to a completely new level and a completely new procedure in terms of what you have to do and how you have to do it. And uh, you know what? We'll, we'll talk about it after the pause, so make you want to come back, because you want to hear this story of what it takes to put a battery in a late-model Volvo. It will totally blow away any of your expectations. I'm Ron Anini in The Car Doctor. I'll return right after this. Don't go away. Selena. Like, really, love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
and Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand, when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward, don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Ron the Car Doctor. So where was I? Real quick, because I know the phones are, are lit up. So we had this 17 Volvo XC60 that needed a battery. Well, you have to take apart the cowl at the base of the windshield. You have to clean out all the leaves. Which, by the way, you know, as we're getting into winter, if you want to do a good maintenance to your vehicle, after the show, go out and pop the hood. You shouldn't have had to lift the hood of your car. You should. I don't care if you don't ever work on it. I don't. You, know, you shouldn't have had to get the hood up. Uh, you know, if for nothing else, one day you may have to jumpstart it, and the guy doing the road call may not know how to get the hood up, and you could tell them. So just learn how to pop the hood. But open the hood and look at the base of the windshield, all right, which is the air intake cowl or the air intake grill for cars, and see, do you have any leaves, debris, you know, as we say, the non-industry standard term, sometimes we call it schmutz. Do you have any schmutz packed in there along the cowl? Because that's all the wet leaves from the fall that haven't been cleaned out because, you know, 
a lot of guys when they service at the quick loop places tend not to do that. We'll do that. Um, you know, I think a lot of repair shops will do that. The ones that are doing full service, because if not, you're breathing all that contaminant in through it's clogging the air filter, the cabin filter inside the car, the cabin filter inside the car. And, um, you know, it's not good for you. It's not healthy. And, uh, we're all obviously trying to get healthy. Um, hence the, uh, trying to overcome the pandemic. But anyway, so just, just go look at the leaves at the base of the cowl. That isn't the point of the story. So I cleaned out the leaves that were just packed into this Volvo. Uh, we haven't seen this car in probably two years. So I can only imagine how long she's been driving around like this and got the battery out battery in. But Volvo does something very unique. We were able to use uh, the 12-0200 Associated Test Equipment Tool, and Tom got me the web address. It's AssociatedEquip.com, AssociatedEquip.com. We were able to use the 12-0200 Battery Registration Tool, and it worked fine. But Volvo also requires a, a state-of-change sensor calibration. And the way you do that on this particular car is key on, engine off. There's a... Uh, black two-wire connector at the battery, a red wire with a black stripe. You have to unplug it, count to five, and plug it back together, and that will cause the battery to reset its charge percentage in a scan tool as you're looking at it. But look at all the things that you have to do here just to put batteries in vehicles. And look at the difference in extremity from a 15-minute battery on an O2 Camry to the better part of an hour on a Volvo, as cars get more complicated, those preconceived notions that you might have on how long it took or how long it used to take versus how long it really takes, are you're going to have a problem. They're going to get blown out of the water. Be open-minded and ask what the shop is doing. And by the way, if you're driving a newer vehicle, they should be telling you these things that we had to relearn, calibrate, and so forth, the battery to the vehicle. And if they don't, they're not doing the job right, and they're setting you up for future problems down the line. Got any comments and questions? Shoot me a note or give me a call, 855-560-9900. Let's get over to Robert in Delaware, 04F150. Robert, thanks for waiting. I wanted to finish that. How can I help you today? What's going on? I don't know. It's kind of like the uh, problem that I have. Uh, I have the F-150, and it needed a new engine. I would, like, lose oil pressure every so often, and uh, they would clack and bang, and they uh, over 200,000 miles, they told me, uh, just put a new engine in it. Sure. So we ordered the engine. Um, it took about a month and a half to get. Uh, when they got it, they put it in. They gave me the vehicle back and said, drive it for the 500 miles and bring it back, and we would do an oil change. And while I was driving it, I mean, I I, I spent the $7,200 on the motor, and I wanted the baby. And I'm like, wow, uh, you know, it, um, I don't want to hurt it, but if I would give it a little bit of like gas to to accelerate quicker than I normally would, it would just kind of die out. So I took it back and said, there's something wrong here. And he uh, checked it and said that the, the, the timing was off on it, but the engine was under warranty. So they were just going to order another engine. Um, so that took another month and a half or so. And then they got the engine and they put it in. And now he, he's saying to me that, I have to take it to a dealership and have either a new computer put in or maybe recalibrate the computer, something like you were talking about the battery, because the computer is giving him all of these um, readings. He says that are kind of crazy readings. First one was cam sensors, and he said he replaced them. Um, and then as soon as that cleared, then he got intake roller 
and he said that he said that sounded odd, but they put in the the a motor, I believe he said, for the okay. intake roller. Let's let's and let's let's said that he keeps getting I'm sorry. Hang on one second there, Robert. Whose whose engine is this? Is yeah. it you know? Do you happen to know the the brand of engine you know that rebuilt? Well, he said it was a it was a Ford a Ford engine. Ford reman. Ford reman the engine. Well, he said it wasn't reman. It was a new. Okay. What is this? A four six or a five four? Uh, five four. Five four. All right. So this is a five four Ford new. Uh, are you sure about that? I don't know that they're making new 5.4s anymore for that vehicle. I, I would have thought it was a Ford Reman. Not that there's anything wrong with a Reman or the new. Um, what kind of warranty okay. What kind of warranty did you get on it? How long is it? Three, uh, three years? Three-year, 100,000. Three year, 100, okay. So it sounds like you've got a Ford Reman. It's setting timing falls. Okay. All right? Um, right. You know, if the problems weren't there prior to this and you just had an engine that was making noise, then I've got to think, as long as they've got everything installed correctly, which is critical, that there's there's obviously something wrong with this particular engine or the installation, all right? The, it doesn't run well, though. It, it, has, it seems to have a lack of power. Right. Okay. It seems strange. And does the so sec then, does the second engine run the same way? The second I haven't driven it. Um, they haven't given it to me because he says it keeps giving all these um, codes, lean okay. codes. Uh, he said it's one code after another. As soon as he does something, another code pops up. I I've never seen a scenario where replacing an engine requires a computer and a calibration. All right. Okay. I've I've got to think there's something wrong. One of the first things I would do with this particular truck is, you know, he's talking about all these fault codes, cam timing related. First thing I would do is, and it's, I would I would actually here's here's what I want you to tell him to do. I'm just thinking in my head, clear all the codes. Okay. Turn, okay. Turn the key on. You know, clear all the codes. Wait ten minutes. Turn the key back on. Run a code scan without starting the engine. Without starting the engine. All right? Do, uh -huh. any, do any fault codes come back? If fault codes come back, that's telling us that it is a circuit fault, not a performance fault. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because when, when, he's, when, when you code scan on a key on engine off, no start... The com you're going out to the computer. The computer is looking at its circuits. It's looking at its sensors, and it's looking to see, you know, does it have integrity? All right. If it has integrity and all those paths, then it's not wiring. It's not something connected wrong. It's not a missing ground, although that could be. Anything's possible when an engine's running. Things can change dynamically, but the likelihood goes down. And now we're into. He's either got something plugged in wrong, which is possible, okay, or he's got a second bad engine, which, boy, that would just not, that would just be so odd, all right? So right. I'd, like, I'd like to see him do that. If it passes that, if it passes a circuit scan, key on engine off, then the next thing I want to know is obviously check the oil level, make sure the oil level is good. What is standing oil pressure at idle? That engine needs a minimum of 25 pounds oil pressure. Anything less 
and you will set a series of cam timing, VCT, uh, fault codes, just like you're describing. So the first question is, when do the codes occur? Can we can we make the codes occur, key on, engine off, or does the engine have to be running? All right? The difference is we've either okay. got a static fault or a dynamic fault. We've got a fault that occurs in the electrical circuits, or we've got a fault that's occurring as the engine is actually operational. Have them do that. Call me back. All right? I don't think this is going to be hard to figure yeah. out, but we've got to get past that point. All right, kiddo? Okay. Hey, thank you. You're very welcome. Let me know. Ron and Annie, The Car Doctor, 855-560-9900. I'll be back right after this. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Because 
Welcome back. We're on Nate of the Car Doctor. Let's get right over to Randy in Hawaii. He wants to talk about hydrogen fuel cell vehicles. Randy, welcome to the Car Doctor, sir. What you got? Yeah. Aloha, Ryan. Thank you. Ryan, um, uh, don't worry about the government, the stupid government with all these battery cars. Okay. The hydrogen power is powered by plug power. Have you ever heard of plug power? No. Okay. Plug power is a company that is developing modules throughout the U.S. to provide hydrogen. All right. They they have 90% of the market share globally, which is pretty big. They um, also formed hydrogen buses with um, Canada that are operating last year. Well, hydrogen buses are nothing new, right, Randy? I mean, hydrogen buses have been around for quite some time. Major cities, a lot of major cities have hydrogen buses. But I'm curious if hydrogen is going to be the wave of the future and overtake electric. I, I think that's what you're saying. How will they? How will they grow the infrastructure? Where will that? Where Where will those pipelines go through? And how will they get hydrogen out to the masses on a daily basis? Okay, listen to this. Ferdy Globe. You ever heard of Ferdy Globe? No. It's um, a company in Egypt. They just um, plug power is in combination with them. To provide hydrogen, they can ship it. And then what they do, they take green ammonia and then at the other side, convert it to hydrogen. That's what these guys do in Egypt. So, um, and plug power, they, they have these megawatt electrolyzer um, units that are powered by solar and um, solar and wind. Yeah, but wait a minute, Randy. So, so wait, 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 wait a minute, babe. And, uh, you know, I want to understand what you're saying. So companies are going to produce hydrogen, whether it's in Egypt, you know, the south of Florida or France or wherever it is, and send it here. But how are you going to get enough hydrogen out to the masses to support the volume of cars in this country? We can't do it with electric I don't see how we're going to do it with hydrogen because of the, 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 the potability, the ability to carry it, the ability to, to transport it. Aren't, isn't, isn't, and don't get me wrong. I think hydrogen has a lot of merit. But, you know, one of the reasons I don't think hydrogen has come about in the last 50 years is because you've got this infrastructure growth problem, the same as what they're faced with with electric. How are they going to do it? And why no, haven't, why haven't they done process. it until now? Huh? They're, they're, they're in the process of doing that. They're putting stations across the U.S., and these electrolyzers are, um, you just put water in them, out comes hydrogen, and they have these, they're going to have service stations. It's going to be in the next 10 years. It's not quite here yet, but it's it's in development. I guess we've got to wait and see, but... uh... Yeah, that's the only problem. We have to wait and see, but, but... um, it's there. You you um, search plug power, and you'll see these 
these units. They're the most efficient units in the world. So, um, so I've, I've, I've been into plug power. I've, I'm an investor. I've been into plug power for over a year and I've been watching them. So they, they've increased, um, their growth. They just combined with, um, uh, South Korea, their, um, Edison Motors, they're making um, hydrogen fuel cell buses over there with it. Well, like I said, I think the hydrogen fuel cell bus thing is, you know, we've done that. It's a question of the, the sheer volume of cars, whoever, how many hundred million cars are in this country uh, to support and feed those. Randy, we'll leave it there. Let's see where it goes in the next 10 years, and uh, we'll watch very carefully, but we appreciate your thoughts. I'm Ron Anany and the Car Doctor. We are back right after this. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back. We're on the name of the car. Well, that was another quick hour. I don't know where the hours go. Um, John writes in. John from Hawthorne, New Jersey. He's got a 52. This is kind of a great story. 52 Chevy, 3,100 half-ton pickup truck, and he's been looking for parts. And he just wanted me to share with everybody his experience. He uh, listened to a previous show where I mentioned Napa, and he actually went online to NapaOnline.com, good place, and plugged in 52 Chevy. And he just wanted to point out, Ron, I was able to find all the parts I needed from the gas tank to the carburetor to the brake parts and the steering and suspension to help get my 52 Chevy back on the road for spring. So I'm well on my way, and I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, Your kind words were really appreciated and taken to heart, and I was able to get what I needed. Um, You know, it's kind of neat, right? I actually, I said, gee, is John just snowing us or, you know what? And I, I went online, and it's really amazing. I have to tell you, you know, for older vehicles... The depth of material and parts that are still available. I mean, here's a 52 Chevy pickup, and Napa's got a carburetor for it. Napa's got carburetor kits. Napa's got a gas tank. I started playing with it. Like, you know, how many different things that, you know, you're just not going to expect. Napa's got it. Maybe there is something to Napa know-how. I don't know if you're allowed to say that, but what the heck I did. Uh, but NapaOnline.com. Johnny, appreciate the thought. They've got everything, it seems. I'm Ron Anady and the Car Doctor reminding you, till the next time, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.